Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. The church actually lacks the presence of the same person that the world does. The church doesn't have the Holy Spirit because he's not welcome. The world doesn't have the Holy Spirit because he's not welcome. And once again, the church is conforming to the pattern of the world. See, what just happened in here was an agreement in the spirit. I was over there and I started to think to myself, Lord, you're telling me to pray over people, aren't you? And then Aaron comes and just starts ushering it in because the Holy Spirit speaking to two people at the same time. And listen, you need to be comfortable with the Holy Spirit. If tongues bothers you, it's because your mind's not renewed enough. I know you're afraid to okay that, aren't you? You're afraid to amen that. You need to be okay. Listen, Jesus in Mark chapter 8, verse 23, it reads this way. When he had spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him. You need, to, you need to be okay with his thoughts and his ways being above yours. You might be, that's a little weird for me. It's not that. It's that the, your mind's not renewed enough to receive it. It's like that way for me. Now, I'm not saying there aren't some weird people doing some weird things. But when it's Holy Spirit, you know it's Holy Spirit. And because the church has not welcomed the Holy Spirit, they do not possess what scares the world. They do not possess what scares the world. If you look at Mark chapter 4, 37 through 41, Jesus' own disciples feared him exceedingly. They feared Jesus exceedingly. If you look at Acts chapter 5, starting in verse 1, Ananias and Sapphira, the Holy Spirit kills two people in a service. And what happened? The whole community held the church in high esteem. They didn't even dare join them. The people who knew that they were going to be fraudulent esteemed the church highly, but the church grew by multitudes every day. A lot of us, what we think is what we need to do is tolerate and accommodate. And what the word of God says is fear and power. That's what Jesus offered. When did Jesus ever accommodate anything? John chapter two, verse 15, when he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple. But then the church, would the church ever strewn together a whip of cords anymore? See, we need to be operating in the power of the Holy Spirit. See, what happens is, is the church says, you know what? We don't want to drive anybody away, but what they're actually doing, doing is depriving them of opportunity. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. You need to be in a church that makes your belly go rumbly in the tumbly. You need to be coming in thinking, what is going to happen in there today? Because it's Holy Ghost time. It's not religious time. You, listen, you're safe. You're safe at Foundation Church. I'm not going to let anything weird happen to you. We're not going to go. We're not going weird. We're going Holy Spirit. You need to understand, I'll take care of everything. Does anybody really in this room doubt that I have any problem with confrontation? No problem at all. I've done it my entire adult life. From the age of 23 to 49, I was a police officer straight. 25 years in a day, you really think I struggle with confrontation, that I'd struggle with going up to some weirdo and telling them to knock it off? Absolutely not. So you're safe. That's why I told some of you to come up here. Ready yourself. Let the walls come down. Trust the Holy Spirit. Oh, well, I might be humiliated. You're not humiliated if it's the Holy Ghost. You're exactly in the pocket of God. Rejoice in it. If you're crying, if you're slain, if you're running, if you're dancing, if you're laughing, whatever it may be, crying, doesn't matter. If you're in the pocket, you're in the pocket. Rejoice in it. So the, world, the church doesn't even give the world a chance. Because they don't preach the fear of God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Proverbs chapter 9 verse 10. John 16, 7 and 8 says this. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. 
It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. But the Holy Spirit's not welcomed in the church because he's not loving enough. Because he will come and convict the world. What does convict mean? Basically, it's saying you are this or you are that. It doesn't say all that. It does say you will convict the world of sin. We should be talking about sin inside the church. We do here. And of righteousness. The, The Holy Spirit will convict you on where you are right. Will affirm where you are correct. Are you tithing? He'll affirm that. Are you preaching healing? He'll affirm that. Are you preaching eternal security? He will not affirm that. I know some of you are afraid to amen that. I got you. Appreciate that, Bill. You're afraid because it'll violate your religious doctrine. Listen, if your religious doctrine is anything else but this, then start calling yourself a Pharisee as you're making it up. Life is very easy. It's right here. There's no plan B. There's no plan C. There's nothing but the Word of God. In all scenarios, you go to the Word of God. It's either the Word, which is the voice of the Spirit, or it's the world, the voice of the devil. The prince of the power of the earth. Life is very easy. It is very easy. How should I raise my kids? Exactly as the Word of God tells you. Love does not rejoice in iniquity. It rejoices in the truth. So you raise your kids in the truth. You deal in every single relationship in your life. Whether it's business, whether it's personal, whether it's church, love rejoices in the truth. Tell people the truth. Tell them the truth. There is no plan B. Tell them the truth. Tom, that means you'll lose people. I lose people all the time. It's not me losing them. It's them leaving the truth. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the helper, now who who are we talking about here? First verse, John chapter 16, 7 and 8. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. Christians completely, completely and totally avoid the Holy Spirit for Jesus. Where they are one and the same. You see, you have to operate in the pocket of calling. In the lane of calling. Just like God does. Just like Jesus does. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed the Father and remain in his love. You stay in the pocket. Jesus, look at me now. Jesus is gone and it's right for you to believe that. He sits at the right hand of the throne of God. Right now, he is not here. Jesus is not walking the planet. It is not blasphemous to say that. It is not his pocket to be omnipresent. It's the Holy Spirit's lane to be omnipresent. It doesn't make the Holy Spirit above Jesus or Jesus above the Holy Spirit. People get so mad at me when I preach about the Holy Spirit. And you can tell how much I care. You're mad all you want. I preach what the word of God says. Jesus said, it is to your advantage that I go away. I remember a woman getting all mad, sent me a long private message on Facebook. And she's like, Jesus isn't gone. I tell him, well, explain to me how he says I've gone away. Jesus is always here. No, he's not. The Holy Spirit's here. You have to believe the correct way or you will not operate in the power of God. This is a, this is a covenant of faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So your faith should be the word of God, not you saying Jesus is omnipresent. Jesus purposely was not so that he could say this. It is to your advantage that I go away. If Jesus had not gone away, we would all be a bunch of Christian Muslims that would, da- would have to make our yearly pilgrimage to Jerusalem to see Jesus. Yeah, it's quiet in here. You guys are afraid of what I'm saying. 
should embrace the Holy Spirit. These three, the Holy Spirit, 1 John 5, 7, these three are one. They're the same. There are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. There's no disrespect. They each have their individual callings. Can you grieve Jesus? Can you grieve the Father? Not in Scripture. But you can grieve the Holy Spirit in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. How do you grieve him? The verse before, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the heavens. It's Ephesians 4, 29 and 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. How do you grieve the Holy Spirit? Shoot your mouth off, antithetical to the word of God. Including not allowing him to rule and reign in the church service. Not allowing him to rule and reign in your life. People are scared of the Holy Spirit because he will tell you the word of God. Because the word of God is the sword of the Spirit. It is to your advantage that I go away. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. All things. Say Jesus teaches all things or the Holy Spirit. Jesus can't. Jesus' lane is to be encased temporarily until he returns to take his church home. Holy Spirit doesn't do that either. The Holy Spirit doesn't return. Why? Because he doesn't leave. Jesus returns. Jesus will scoop us off this planet before it gets to its worst state. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. We'll get scooped out of here before the worst of the worst. We will see trials. We will see tribulations. But the worst of the worst, you will be spared. Read Revelation chapter 14 if you don't believe me. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I, Jesus, said to you. See, in the name of love, pastors and churches rob people. Do you think the Holy Spirit told anybody to lock down? Tell anybody to take a vaccination? Well, in order for that, let's look at it now. He will bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Show me vaccinations in here. Show me lockdowns and masks and quarantines. That's love in the name of heresy. Actually, it's the other way around. It's heresy in the name of love. I'll show you. Matthew 23, 13. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You shut the kingdom of heaven in men's faces. These were the priests of that time. And they were shutting the kingdom of heaven in men's faces. These were the alleged most spiritual men on the planet, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and their scribes. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You shut the kingdom of heaven in men's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. People are going to their temple to enter into the kingdom of God. People are walking into these ark-closed, masked, locked-down churches trying to be saved, and they're robbed by the pastor who refuses to teach them the fear of God. There will be a judgment day for every person in here, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. All means the same in the Greek, the Latin, the Hebrew, the Swahili, whatever it may be. All means all. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Is that being taught? If you don't teach that, you're shutting the kingdom of heaven in men's faces. Matthew 23, 15. What is all this you're reading, Tom? These are Bible verses. This is the word of God. It's harder and coarser, sharper, piercing, discerning dividing hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 it's very different than all accommodating again i tell you today stop trying to love people into the kingdom of god and start shining and people will run to the kingdom of god 
They will want what you have. You will not have to accommodate them. Jesus didn't. The apostles didn't. They certainly didn't accommodate Ananias and Sapphira. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you travel land and sea to win one proselyte, to win one apostle. And when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as you are. That's what happens when you lock down your churches and antithetical to the word of God. You're teaching people to blow off the Bible. And there is no delineation between the Bible and Jesus. There is no difference. Well, I love Jesus and I love the word. No, no. Jesus is the word. There are three that bear witness in heaven. The Father, the word, and the Holy Spirit. The word took the place of the Son because he is the word. 2 Corinthians 11, 14 and 15. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness whose end will be according to their works. Test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world. See, I want you to recognize that what you're seeing today is a common thread. It's a common spirit. It's a common tactic. And it would be exposed in your life and in every believer's life if they were filled with the Holy Spirit. The church says, Holy Spirit, you are not welcome. Ask yourself in my home, Holy Spirit, is the Holy Spirit welcome in my home on his terms? Not your terms. Not what makes, makes you comfortable. What if it means your kids would hate you if he came in? Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. That doesn't sound Christ-like. That is Christ. Matthew chapter 10, 34 through 36. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. He who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Matthew 10, 37 through 39. What if the whole, is he welcome on his own terms? If you're a brand, let's just use this. If you're a brand new parent and you read scriptures like Proverbs 23, 13 and 14. Do not withhold correction from a child. For if you beat him with a rod, he won't die. You shall beat him with a rod and deliver his soul from hell. Well, we didn't really believe in that as parents. How would your kids turn out? I see a lot of Christians pretend their kids are saved. I meet them at the door and I know they're not. You can't judge every last thing. But we are to judge with righteous judgment. I can tell you that it's a, it's a discernible problem. If your kids are five and above and show no interest in worship. Judge with righteous judgment. I know a lot of you have believed the lie that you're never to judge. The only time you don't judge is when? When you are doing the same things, you therefore have no excuse. You pass judgment on someone else for at whatever point you judge the other, you are condemning yourself because you have passed judgment, do the same things. Romans chapter two, verse one, the spiritual man makes judgments about all things. First Corinthians two fifteen. You should be judging. You should be looking at your kids today going, let me evaluate your worship. I didn't give you guys your grade for the day on worship. I graded the first service. They did great, and you guys did great too. Great worship, great job. I'll tell you from the pulpit, whether you like it or not. It would, I would not be a good pastor if I only gave you that which you liked. You are in the right place. Most people can't take it here. How many of you come for more than a month? Shout amen. You're way above average. Way above average. What we are seeing today is a common thread, a common spirit, or a common tactic, any combination thereof, or one or the other. All to reach the masses. Are they reaching the masses with vaccinations? Have they reached, let me, let me just tell you something. You have kids right now 
that are 5 to 11 years old waking up, not like Christmas morning because they have their Pfizer appointment. Because they've been trained that way by their parents. I know a local pastor whose daughter was suffering with guilt and anxiety because she felt like she killed people on planes because she traveled without a mask on. She's been trained by her father. He'll answer for that. Training people to live the antithesis of Christ, which is fear. Fear has no place in the life of a believer. Absolutely. No, Thomas. Absolutely no place for a believer. None. You should never fear anything. There is only one thing that can take you down according to the Bible. And the Bible is all that matters. And that is God ordained. God ordered martyrdom. You can fly wherever you want. If you all you want to sign up today to go jump out of planes with a parachute, go jump. Have fun. You want to buy a motorcycle, buy a motorcycle. You are safe if you're standing in the word of God. Don't do any of those things if you don't. But the common thread, the common spirit, the common tactic, in which I'll tell you in a minute what it is, is all to reach the masses. We're not to conform to the pattern of this world. So should we be trying to reach the masses? Do you try to reach the masses? Well, don't you, you want, to, you want lots of people to be saved. The book of Acts, daily they added multitudes, right? But were they trying to? What did they do? They preached the word and they operated in the Holy Spirit. They dragged people into the streets so that Peter's shadow would touch them and they'd instantly be saved. They had cloths that Paul had touched and the importation of that cloth would touch people and heal them. That should be us. Then there's no excuse. You got to be like me and be broken and contrite before the Lord and say, I failed. Why are, why are people not instantly healed every time I pray? Because there's unbelief in the camp. That's exactly what Jesus said. Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? The disciples came to him privately and said, why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. For you, not for Jesus. Come on, Jesus, do it. Come on, Jesus, do it. No, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I do it. Jesus, his spirit is on the inside of me. I need to do it. All those verses, in case you were wondering, Matthew 17, 19, and 20. Mark 4, 37 through 41. I don't remember if I said any others. There you go. Write them down. Memorize them. All to reach the masses. It's not our job to reach the masses. Our job is to preach the word. In preaching the word, we raise the dead. We give sight to the blind. How are they reaching the masses? And you need to, this is what I want to tell you. If you talk like a duck, act like a duck, and fly south for the winter and land in Florida lakes, you are a duck. So are you emulating the world as a pastor or as a Christian leader trying to reach the masses? You're hypocritical, Tom. You want to fill this church only by preaching the word. Where, what, how am I outreaching? Anybody got a call from me this week? Nope. Anybody want one? You're not getting one. We're not here to reach the masses. It's not a biblical term. We're here to preach the word of God. But how do they reach the masses? And the church is imitating the world. The world should be looking at a shining city on a hill. But instead, the church has come off of the hill and dwells in the slums of the world. They try to reach the masses. They claim light, but they preach darkness. What does the world do? They claim love while they're actually hating. All the people who say they're out to save lives are actually murderers. Why is the church emulating these people? Let's look at the world. They say they're trying to save lives, right? Joe Biden, I'm all in, trying to save people's lives as he funds 60 million baby butchers per year. Baby homicides per year worldwide, funded by Joe Biden. 
funded by Kamala Harris, defunded by Donald Trump. But allegedly, here come the lifesavers. During the last year and a half, the last 20 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, 100 million babies have been aborted while they're allegedly trying to save 5 million people of dying from COVID. 400 million people have starved to death as a response, as a result of the response to COVID, the lockdowns. First world closes down, third world doesn't eat. Facts. 400 million people, primarily children, dead because of people like Anthony Fauci, Joe Biden, and get ready now, the Christian cooperators. Because you closed down your churches and you rolled around in the manure with them. And if you keep staying there, God will come for his vengeance on you too. They claim light to win the masses, but they actually live in and preach darkness. They claim love while actually hating. Who does that? You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning. Follow the bodies. Follow the bodies. Oh, you know what? We're given $450,000 per person who was separated from their family in 2018. Oh, you're such a lover, Joe. Such a lover. Mayorkas, you're such a lover of humanity. But if that baby was two years old at the time, you would have gladly slaughtered that baby in the womb two years and a day before that. At least with me, I might be separating them from the border because they're probably coming up with a pedophile coyote, but that's beside the point. I might separate them, but everybody lives. Follow the murderers. Follow the murderers. Everything works out for death for these people. They created COVID-19 in a lab. That's killed a couple million people. Then they create the vaccines, which are now tallying up hundreds and hundreds of thousands of deaths. Works again for the murderers. All the while, while they butcher the unborn. Churches closed. Great job, COVID-caving pastors. As you closed your churches and the abortion clinic stayed open. Perfect job. Everybody dies. Because they're murderers. They're actually of their father, the devil. They hate humanity. And they'll claim people like me hate humanity. Everybody lives with me, baby butcher. Everybody dies with you. They claim light, but they preach darkness. They claim love while actually hating. Listen to this. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Common thread, common spirit, common tactic. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. We don't have to be ignorant of his devices. Follow the death. Follow the death. Satan wants to kill as many people as he can so they can join him in hell. Narrows the way and few find it. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2. In which, you want, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Common thread, common tactic, common spirit. Claim to be saving lives while they kill millions and the church imitates it. The church actually follows the orders and the edicts of these people because they lack the discernment of the Holy Spirit because he's not welcome. If he's welcome, he will convict people of sin and that pastor will lose congregates. So he's not welcome. For some of you, he's not welcome in your home because you're afraid you'll lose congregates. Friends, family, relationships. Let it go. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. That is the word of God. If you want to save everybody in your house, what should you do? Preach the word. Sword of the spirit. Don't love father or mother more than him. Don't love son or daughter more than him. Love him the most. Let the chips fall where they may. When you get to heaven, you'll find out nobody was your son or daughter anyway. Before he formed them in the womb, he knew them. You're not married there either. You might as well sell out now. Because there's nothing there once you get to heaven. The church imitates the world. 
claiming to love while they add and subtract from the word. It's kind of a big deal, adding and subtracting from the word. Is it not? Proverbs chapter 30, verses 5 and 6. Every word of God is pure. You know what every means? Every. Every last word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not to his word, lest he reprove thee and thou be found a liar. He corrects you and you find out that you're a liar and everybody else does too. He'll make sure that happens. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man sows. That shall he also reap. And the promise comes with a command. No add, no subtract. No add, no subtract. Deuteronomy chapter 4, 1 and 2. Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the judgments which I teach you to observe, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers has given you. So let's look. That's a pretty good promise right there, is it not? Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it, right? Numbers 1330. Well, here it is. Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes. Well, that sounds like legalism. Who told you what was legalism and what isn't? It's right here. Whatever's in here is not legalism. It's not works-based salvation. It's faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. If you stand in this and not the opinions of people, for do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Don't worry about what some person says. It's Romans 2.11, by the way. Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the judgments which I teach you to observe, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers is giving you. But here it comes. You shall not, there's the promise, but you shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. If the word of God makes you uncomfortable, learn to live in the discomfort until you are convicted out of it. Be perplexed, but don't be in despair. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. Be perplexed. You know what? If the word of God does not sit right with you, it's okay. You're wrong. It's right. Go ahead and stay in being perplexed. Oh, that's where where Philippians 2.12 comes in. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Doesn't mean you pick however you want to be saved. It means the word of God's going to sit on you and you're going to decide whether or not you listen to it or not. And you will be uncomfortable. I've told you this a dozen times. I wish fits of rage were not a sin. I'd be really good. I'd be, I'd be getting high marks. I, w- I wish that, that controlling your mouth was not a part of Scripture. Do not be quick with your mouth. Do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. God is in heaven and you are on earth, so let your words be few. Ecclesiastes 5.2 I wish that wasn't in there. I do. You can tell I like to talk. Three podcasts a week and two sermons a week. I like to talk. I, I think I'm always right. Because I am. See? Told you I think I'm always right. I wish it wasn't in there, but it is. It doesn't, and by the way, it doesn't sit right with me. I wish, I wish vengeance was mine. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For his written vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Romans 12, 18 and 19, right? I wish vengeance was mine. I'd like to take vengeance. I'm not kidding. You think I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. But it, it doesn't sit well with me. Spare the rod, sit well with you. He who spares the rod hates his son. Does that sit well with you? Well, it's awfully hard when they're cute. Don't spare it. You sit in it. You marinate in the word of God and you say, it is right and I am wrong and I will obey. My yes is yes and my no is no, period. 
They come to you and they say, you know what? You have to be vaccinated or you lose your job. You say, you know what? I'll be at work on Monday. If you want to fire me, you fire me. And, I'll be, and by the way, I'll enjoy the million dollars you end up giving me a month from now. Federal judge, appeals, appeals court judge just, uh, just withheld or withhold, withheld, what is it, with, withheld, is that right? Withheld, no, that doesn't sound right. Upheld, boom, upheld, love you guys, thank you. Upheld, the injunction against Biden's vaccine mandate, so it already lost in the appeals court, I mean lost in the federal court, and now it just lost in the appeals court. And what was their, what was their, <clears throat> what was the judge's response? This is staggeringly overbroad. This is staggeringly unconstitutional. You stand. Now, I feel bad for all the people. Can you give me a little bit more on this, Jordan? Just a little bit more. I feel bad for all the people that have taken the vaccine already because they could have just waited for the victory. But they're not willing, they're not willing to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. They're going to go walk through another one unless they get healed. I'm telling you right now, the repercussions of this vaccine are bubbling to the surface. Bears just went over 18,000 deaths in America from a vaccine. Those are the lifesavers again. See how it's working out? 85% of deaths in the UK are fully vaccinated. 95% of hospital, severe hospitalizations in Israel, fully vaccinated. 78% of hospitalizations in, in Australia, fully vaccinated. So there you have the facts. And what's the idiotic response? Get vaccinated. It's the path out of the pandemic. The reason why, what, what's happening right now? Hospitals are being overrun in America. They tell you that, right? But they actually are in some places. Why? It's not COVID. They're being overrun from usual conditions at a much more severe rate flus that were mild are now severe why because these people are vaccinated and they have no immune system antibody dependent enhancement syndrome you do not take a vaccine for a mutational shift virus you don't do it who said that? Robert W. Malone, the inventor of the mRNA technology that is in the Pfizer and in the Moderna vaccine. You might want to listen to that guy. The developer of the PCR test, Kerry Mullis. Don't ever use those to diagnose a viral infection. What does everybody do? There's the facts from the inventor. And what does everybody do? Use it to diagnose a viral infection. Follow the pattern of the world. And then the church takes their marching orders from people like that. People who give idiotic responses to factual data, the church takes their marching orders from them worldwide. I sit there, I play on the podcast all the time, videos from Australia, and I'm just curious, where on earth is the Australian church? I don't think Aaron pulls much from Hillsong anymore, but... We used to at this church. Aaron's played a whole ton of Hillsong songs here. Where are they? Where are they at? But God's not letting me use names. Otherwise, I'd throw them down. That's what I'm saying. See, God, it's not comfortable for me. You don't understand. I know all the names. They're right here. I want to say them all now. You know, I mean, bad. It's almost as bad as I want to eat. Almost, but not quite. Where are they? What happened to you? They had a plan B. Their plan B was compliance. You stand. You go to jail, you stand. This is serious business. The world has changed. Well, the world really hasn't changed. It just revealed itself. That's all that's really happened. Nothing's different. Nothing's different than it was in 1974. It's just revealed itself. The enemy has found a way to usher in the precursors for the mark of the beast. Through a compliant church. It's all the church's fault. How in the world are you not preaching about this on this Sunday morning? I'll never know.
And the reason why the church didn't know is because they said, Holy Spirit, you are not welcome in this place. Because if you do, you might make us uncomfortable. Listen, I will take the discomfort of the Holy Spirit for his presence. I'd rather have, I'll take better as one day. I would rather have a minute in his presence and live with discomfort than have no, have the void of no Holy Spirit. I want you. I speak to you right now, Lord. I want you. I desire you. I need you. I want your Lordship. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. You are welcome in my life. In every person that is, that is willing in this place, Holy Spirit, you are welcome in their life. Stop following people and welcome the Holy Spirit into your life. Stop reading books all the time. Stop reading books about the Holy Spirit. Stop reading books about the Bible. And actually read the sword of the Spirit and dwell in the midst of the Spirit. You know why a lot of you listen to preaching instead? It's more comfortable. Psalm 46.10, be still and know that he is God. You know what? You're just not comfortable with that. So it's, more, you're, it's entertaining to listen to preaching all the time. It's like listening to talk radio. Listen, I have my two favorite preachers on the planet are Rodney Howard Brown and Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I listen to them all the time. However, God comes first. I'm praying alone in the quiet by myself. I don't have worship music on in the background. Some of you, listen, you are so, and yes, I use the word you here. We have 15 minutes to go. Just warning you for some of you that want to escape. I can see your faces. <laughs> some of you are so digitized that you cannot spend a second in quiet. It's why our country is inundated with anxiety disorders. If you watch, like right now, you, I, I, you just do little social experiments like I do. I look. I'm a people watcher. I learned that with law enforcement. Nobody you ever watched me. I've always watched my six. I always pay attention to everybody. To this day, when I'm sitting with you in a restaurant. I watch every person when they walk in. I can't help it. I'm just trained. You watch people. They can't do anything anymore. They can't do one thing. If they're watching TV, what else are they doing? They're scrolling on their phones. He wants you to think about this. How absolutely is insane that in a matter of years, I'm trying to think of the date. It was definitely turned out, it was this century. As I'm going by law enforcement, law enforcement is usually on the cutting edge of technology in a wealthy area like Sarasota. And we were. We didn't get cell phones until somewhere in the late 90s, I think it was. It pagers before that and things like that. And even when I was started in law enforcement in the early 90s, one person on the squad had a phone. And that was the sergeant. And it was one of those giant brick phones that you plugged into the console and the lighter. When there was actually, they were still lighters. They're not even lighters anymore. They're just plugs. <laughs> and now everywhere you go, um... Um, um, if that's all your kids are doing, you better watch it. You better watch it. Back when I was a young man in my teens and 20s, if you wanted pornography, you had to go to the 7-Eleven <laughs> and prostrate yourself before the world. They knew why you were buying it. Hey, Tom, you're awfully graphic. I don't care. I don't care. Understand you're in the wrong place if you're worried about, if you want something censored. I'm not Facebook. I'm not YouTube. This is uncensored. Back then, you had to go. I, how do you know, Tom? Because I did it. Tom, you've looked at porn tons. I'm glad I repented so I don't go straight to hell for it. Lust of the eyes is the same as lust of the flesh. So back then, you'd have to go up there. And usually, of course, because God is not mocked, there'd be a female behind the counter. Hello. 
Wait, first thing you have to do is go back and buy the stuff that you're not really there to buy. Buy a couple of Dr. Peppers, a packs of gum, the magazines that you can buy, so it makes you maybe you can fold the, un- the bad one that you're about to buy behind the ones that you're allowed to buy. Um, boys, before I go, um, can I have a uh, Playboy, please? And she's like, and she knows, and I know that she knows, and she knows that I know she knows. Talk about a spiritual presence. But nowadays, anything and everything is right here, and it's on purpose. Because the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. So all the devices are coming out. And people are married to them. Including me. Including me. There's no alarm clocks anymore. That struck me the other day. Norma was worried about the time change last weekend. That her phone wouldn't change. And I was like, oh, that's right. Everything is on that stupid phone. It's funny how it all works out. Funny how it all works out, isn't it? You have democratic cities throughout the country decriminalizing theft. And everybody, have you seen the videos? Broad daylight in Connecticut. I played it on the podcast. In Connecticut. Who does anything in Connecticut? (laughs) They pull up to a a giant grocery store or Walmart type store. They pull up, of course, in their minivan. I digress. They pull up in their minivan and they open up and they're loading up hundreds of gallons of laundry detergent. Which we found out, I had Aaron look it up on the podcast. It was like it was currency like for the drug trade. Yeah, for drug dealers, it's like currency. They use it. And you have all these people. By the way, by the way, here's the deal. All of them are fat. So they're not starving. And they're not stealing food. And it works out perfectly that all of them are masked. It's illegal to wear a mask in the state of Florida. Did you know that? It's illegal. But now it's legalized. You can just pull right up in front of a store. Thank God we have a real governor. You still go to jail for that. And what's amazing to me is people just stand there. They just stand there. I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't standing there. You pull up in that van, you start loading it up. At minimum, at minimum, I'm going to be in there throwing it right back out. <laughs> well, Tom, what, you know, that's dangerous. Well, you better be better than average. And the fat white trash that I saw right there, there's no chance. None. Plus, I always got Tommy. <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck with that hurricane. I don't even know what I was preaching about now. What was I preaching about? (laughs) Holy Spirit. (laughs) Here, I'll finish with this, or I'll head towards the end with this. We got about 11 minutes to go. No, nine minutes to go. We're not to add to the word or take from it. Let me show you some adding. Numbers chapter 13, 26 through 33. Numbers 13, 26 through 23. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron. This was the spies that they sent into the promised land. When you came up and you received prayer this morning, you received agreement this morning, understand that anything that stands against that stands against the word of God. You, when you come up, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you asked, then it will be done. That is the word of God, period. You don't add, you don't, I'm thinking, I'm getting counsel. No, it's the word of God. Let God be true and every man a liar. This is promised land. Opinions are null and void, period. They're over. Should you take a vaccination? Absolutely not. It's bound. Well, you have to use wisdom. Heresy. For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. 
1 Corinthians 1.21. For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom didn't know God, and you have the church preaching wisdom. Not the wisdom that is from above. Fear. You're preaching the devil's faith. Fear is faith in the devil. Unequivocally, that is exactly what it is. For you did not receive a spirit that made you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and of children and heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. All those verses, by the way, run together. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Romans 8, 14. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. Romans 8, 15. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ to abbreviate. Romans 8, 16 and 17. They all run together. If children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Those are the facts. You have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Well, my symptoms are still there. Those are lies. Let God be true and every man a liar. They're a fabrication of carnality and evil. That is setting itself up against the knowledge of God. And we cast down imaginations in every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing into captivity every thought to make it obedient to Christ. What's the next verse? And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. But you didn't know that, did you? In other words, if you're obedient, God will take care of the vengeance. You're worried about these people that are lying and deceiving and killing people right now? Do not worry. And I saw a great white throne in him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. Because you know how many people are small or great in the eyes of God? Nobody. They're all small. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. They will answer. Don't get frustrated. That's God's business. They're not escaping anything. Just as man is, de- oh, that's Revelation 20, 11 through 15. Just as man is destined to die once and after that to face judgment, Hebrews 9, 27. There, nobody's escaping anything. So you can relax and enjoy your life. Vengeance doesn't belong to you. Yes, I want it to, but it doesn't belong to us. Be perplexed. Don't be in, in despair. Let it go. It's not your business as a reformed sinner to go and take vengeance on sin. It's God's business because he's pure and holy. We don't have the right. I have no right to be disgusted by sin. And I don't care what sin it is. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about child molestation. Don't care. I'll tell you, how many of you have sent people to prison for doing it? I can think of one. I don't know if I've done more than one. I can't remember. One for sure. I I saw to it that a man who raped raped a 12-year-old was sent to prison. He's probably still there if he didn't die already. When arresting him out of Las Vegas. But I'm not, dis- I know this really bothers some of you. There's crimes that people need to pay for, no problem. I get it. But you and I do not have the right to be disgusted by sin. There's people that are repulsed by homosexuality and they're pornographers. Why are you repulsed? Well, explain to me why you're repulsed. Flee from sexual immorality. All other, man, uh, all other sins a man commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body. That doesn't differentiate between the two. You're, you're not repulsed by homosexuals? No. 
They're sinners. That's how I thought of people in the back seat of my police car for 25 years. You're like, you're lying, Tom. No, I didn't know I'm not lying. I said, what, how is their addiction to crack cocaine worse than my addiction to pornography? That's how I thought. You know why? Because I don't want God's judgment. I want his mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. You're like, Tom, you don't seem like a merciful sort. You don't know me. I call out the truth, but I am always ready to forgive. I'm always, I am always ready to be forgiven. I am always ready to apologize. I don't want any part of God's vengeance. I just want the Holy Spirit. Finish right here. Now, they departed and came back. Numbers 13, 26. And came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. What should they, be, what should they have said? This is great. Can't wait to move in. But what did they say? Then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is the fruit. They had cut off some fruit. Nevertheless, whoops. Now, I don't harshly judge these people. I know that only two of them were righteous, Caleb and Joshua. I understand that. But I don't judge the other ten. Because this has been me a myriad of times. I'm glad that I've had the opportunity to repent. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. Nevertheless, the doctor says this. Nevertheless, the economy says that. Nevertheless, you have to use wisdom. It's all the same. Common tactic, common thread, common spirit. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. There were giants in the land, just like we have right now. They're called giants of galactic stupidity and ignorance, spewing their nonsensical responses to factual data. 85% of COVID deaths are fully vaccinated. Well, let's get everybody vaccinated then. That's a giant in the land. Seriously. I, I, I sit back and I'm flummoxed. How? Oh man, I'm going way over. Aren't you blessed that you're in the 1115 service? Worship team, make your way. I'll close right here. When we do have another building, and you might, some of you might be thinking, what is Jeff Tomas talking about when he says building? What building? I don't know. It's hard right now to find a building. It used to be easy. Now it's hard. It is what it is. So we are accumulating cash. So we are players. Those of you who aren't tithing, start tithing. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me, but you say, how, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. Malachi 3, 8 through 11, read it at home. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. All the people in Canada believe in being vaxxed. In Australia, look at them all, look at them all. It's nothing for God. It's nothing. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Hey, Will, you got those slides? You got them? I, I, I know I, I lulled you to sleep. Look at this. California School Board. Yeah, this is very perfect. You guys are awesome. Thank you, Will. God bless you, buddy. Thank you for all you do. Will, thank you. Seriously, thank you. California School Board rejects COVID vaccine mandate for staff and students. It actually... The actual quote, I'm going to let you go. You'll, it's 117. You'll be out of here at 120. I promise you. They actually said, we are not going to conform. It's a school board. You know what the vote was? Five to nothing. That's standing. Let me show you a bigger stand. Put that up there. Will love this one from the, the military. 
Oklahoma National Guard. This is like mutiny. And you know what? Sometimes mutiny's right. This is right. Oklahoma National Guard rejects Pentagon's coronavirus vaccine mandate. Huge! Huge! That's a whole state. Huge win. Now what's going to happen is this is going to snowball. I told you we are turning this thing around. Watch. Watch and see. Stand up with me. Every hand in the air. Close Thank you so much for joining us. We know that when there are this many people in person or watching online, that there is a chance that some have not started a relationship with Christ. If that's you and you would like a relationship with Jesus that washes away the stain of sin, you will need to start by repenting of your sin, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and asking him to be the Lord over your life. That means giving up control. If you have never prayed this or you have fallen away and want to return to the kingdom of life, repeat this prayer after me and mean it. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life and be my Lord and be my Savior. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins and I now turn from them and I give you my life from this day on in Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you said that prayer, you are saved. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on Give.